top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza, this is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The country is already slowly decongesting hospitals according to the Department of Health. The care utilization in the National Capital Region has gone down to 67% from high of 80% as mentioned by Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere in a television interview nationwide. The country is at 46% utilization of its critical care components, according to Vergere. Vergere also said that the DOH can say that the curve has flattened if the critical care utilization is already lower than the warning zone and the number of cases continues to decrease. The health official urged the public to be very vigilant and keep practicing minimum health standards. The Department of Education dismissed outright calls for an academic freeze and would focus on school preparations instead. In a Handang Isip Handabukas virtual press briefing, DepEd Undersecretary and Spokesperson Nepomoceno Malaluan said that the DepEd does not support calls for an academic freeze, noting its implications on the educational system as a whole. An online petition via change.org is calling for the school year 2020 to 2021 suspension due to challenges in learning delivery, especially through online. The petitioner claimed that academic freeze is vital in this time wherein there is a pandemic. However, Malaluan noted that this call or position is also ill-informed because DepEd has been preparing as early as April and working with partners to ensure that they will be able to deliver instructions through various modalities. Instead of addressing calls on academic freeze, Malaluan said that DepEd will focus on preparations for the upcoming school year. From the media uh, pursuing this, uh, this aspect of the so-called uh, push or call for academic uh, freeze by uh, certain quarters. Uh, we would like to uh, already uh, dismiss this call as not uh, something that is supported by the direction of the Department of Education for Learning Continuity. Uh, we believe that this call for academic freeze is a populist position that is not popular because uh, we already have the support of uh, as many as 24 million uh, learners and their parents uh, who have enrolled and are ready to uh, participate in distance learning uh, from October 5. Uh, this position is also a short-sighted uh, position. It does not take into consideration the trade-off of prolonged uh, interruption in the learning process of the children and also does not take into consideration the adjustments that would have to be made for the succeeding school year if we uh, continue to uh, prolong uh, the already four months uh, of uh, interruption of uh, the learning process for this school year. Uh, Department of Environment and Natural Resources 
current rehabilitation program aims to bring pride and joy among those living near Manila Bay. DNR Undersecretary Benny Antiporta says gaining success in this endeavor may bring enormous attention to the country from the rest of the world. Our correspondent Minka Tianco tells us more. If you think the country's environment officials are being ambitious about its ongoing white sanding along the shoreline of Manila Bay, well, think again. In an interview with MB Now, Department of Environment and Natural Resources Undersecretary Benny Anteporda said they are looking at making a mark when it comes to rehabilitating filthy shorelines. The embattled Undersecretary said, while DANR's current rehabilitation program aims to bring pride and joy among those living near Manila Bay, Gaining success in this endeavor may bring enormous attention to the country from the rest of the world. We're trying to clean up Manila Bay. Who knows? Time will come. We might end up cleaning the whole world because people will ask us, how did you do it in your country? Yan po ang ipinagmamalaki namin sa DNR. Previously, Antiporda disclosed the major accomplishment of their ongoing project of restoring the purity of Manila Bay. Uh, mabubuksan yan kapag na-reach na po natin yung water quality na standard water quality natin no? which is 200 MPN and below okay so uh, as of now uh, lumalaro pa ho tayo sa 35,000 to 45,000 no? but we started from as high as 1.3 billion so 1.3 billion tayo nag-start dyan ng coliform level niya bumaba tayo into millions then hundreds of thousands, then ngayon thousands na lang, tens of thousands. Looking forward na maibaba na natin to to 200, no? And uh, as of this moment, hindi pa 100% operational yung ating STP. But if 100% operational na siya, we're looking at uh, ano, uh, a cleaner Manila Bay na talaga. Antipor, the meantime, is unperturbed about the recent statement of presidential spokesman Harry Roque of being the first to swim once the rehabilitation program of Manila Bay is completed. Yes, uh, malamang po, magunahan pa po pa sila ni Secretary Simato, nalulusong po sa dagat na yan. Po. Uh, para po patunayan na malinis sa po siya. Ganun po ang gagawin namin. Isa na rin po ang inyong lingkod, nalulusong dyan. Wherein, uh, the only signal that says na uh, pwede na uh, magtampisaw o lumangoy man lang dyan, eh kapag nandun na po tayo sa tinatawag na tamang coliform level, which is 200 and below. No po, yung po ang uh, sign natin para po makapag-enjoy na po tayo dyan sa Manila Bay. Antiporda said they are on track to complete the White Sand Project to commemorate the International Coastal Cleanup Day on September 19. For MB Now, this is Minka Chanko reporting. House Deputy Minority Leader and Provinciano Co. Party List Representative Jose Bonito Singson Jr., urged government to immediately stop the dumping of crushed dolomite as part of the third 397.8 million peso Manila Baywalk cleanup plan. Singson said the project is inappropriate and unnecessary at this time of public health crisis. This developed as the Makabayan block headed by Senior Deputy Minority Leader Carlos Isagami Zarate filed House Resolution No. 1194 proposing the conduct of an inquiry in aid of legislation on the suitability and sustainability of the Manila Bay Rehabilitation Program being carried out by the Department of Environment and Natural Resources. Sing Sun slammed Presidential Spokesperson Harry Roque for saying that the project would benefit Filipinos' mental health. He also lamented DNR Undersecretary Benny Antiporta's 
argument that the project could discourage people from littering in the Manila Baywalk area. In Metro News, eight Manilenos and one minor arrested for selling fake rapid test results and government documents. Muntinlupa Business Group supports online selling and Tagig to deploy Robin Nurse to assist COVID-19 patients. More from this report. Eight individuals and one minor were arrested after they were caught making and selling fake government and health documents, including rapid test results in Santa Cruz, Manila. According to investigation, the police received a tip about a group allegedly creating and selling fake government and health documents. Several sets of computers and printers assorted fake documents and the 500 peso marked money were confiscated from them. The suspects will be facing charges for violation of Article 172 or falsification by private individuals and use of the falsified document in Article 174 or fake medical certificate of the revised penal code, while the 7-year-old boy will be under the custody of TSWD. With businesses hammered by the downturn due to pandemic restrictions, the Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industry Muntinlupa is pushing to help enterprises in the city to sell their products online. PCCI Muntinlupa launched on Tuesday the Wow Munti Mall or Winning Online Wares MSME Market Advocating Local Produce for Sustainable Livelihood for the Laden that aims to help micro, small, and medium enterprise reach out to customers through online marketing. A wide range of products will be offered for sale, from halal products, handicraft made by inmates in the New Believed Prison, bags to face masks. Buyer can shop online at www.wowmuntimallpcci.com. The Tagui government will be use robots in assisting patients afflicting with coronavirus disease. Mayor Lino Cayetano said the city's robot nurse will be tasked to physically carry medications and other supplies to COVID-19 patients, while the nurses look on from the monitor at the head of the robot. The robot nurse was created by the Tagig Robotics team, a group of students who created the robots that went viral during the Tagig cyber graduations. The mayor touted the city's response to COVID-19, saying the city has fatality rate of 0.83% compared to 1.44% in the NCR. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Number of COVID-19 cases on record single-day high in Bataan. GCQ in Tacloban extended until September 30. And 4 out of 25 COVID-19 cases in Davao region are healthcare workers. More from this report. Bataan logged a record-high daily tally of 102 new coronavirus disease cases, according to Governor Albert Garcia on Tuesday. The new infections increased the province's tally to 1,262, with 652 recoveries and 20 deaths. Citing a report of the Provincial Health Office as of Monday evening, Garcia said 98 of the 102 new infections came from Mariveles where there were almost 100 locators of the Freeport area of Bataan employing more than 40,000 workers. Garcia also said that contact tracing indicated that 46 of the new cases who had come in close contact with those found positive for COVID-19 were from Mariveles. Tacloban City Mayor Alfred Romualdez has issued an executive order extending the general community quarantine in the city until September 30 in order to curb the spread of the coronavirus disease. 
Curfew is also being implemented from 9 p.m. until 4 a.m. except for workers going home from office or industries permitted to operate during emergency circumstances and public transport providers. The reclassification was asked by the city government as a preemptive measure to avoid implementing a lockdown in case the situation worsens and in order to balance the economic activity and public health. The latest data from the Department of Health showed that 4 out of 25 cases of coronavirus disease in Davao region are healthcare workers. According to the DOH, a total of 358 healthcare workers have been found positive for COVID-19 in the region. The data released on Tuesday, September 8, also showed that a total of 1,835 healthcare workers have already been tested, 19.4% of which turned out positive for COVID-19. In world news, first doses of Russian virus vaccine to arrive in Venezuela this September, according to President Maduro. Wildfires ravage California after record high temperatures and Taj Mahal to reopen even as virus rages in India. Let's watch this. Venezuela's President Nicolas Maduro announces the first doses of potential COVID-19 vaccine developed in Russia will arrive later in September for clinical testing. Maduro also proposes that all candidates for the parliamentary elections be vaccinated as soon as possible. Venezuela has said that it aspires to produce the Russian vaccine and that half a thousand people volunteered to test it. Russia, one of Maduro's main allies, announced on August 11 that it was the first country to approve a vaccine against COVID-19, which it christened Sputnik V. The World Health Organization warned that approving a candidate vaccine requires a rigorous review of safety data. Dangerous dry winds whipped up California's record-breaking wildfires Tuesday, as hundreds were evacuated from blazes by the helicopter and tens of thousands more were plunged into darkness by power outages. Helicopters operating in hazardous smoky conditions overnight at the rapidly spreading Creek Fire near Fresno in Central California have airlifted almost 300 people, including 78 on Tuesday, to safety, the California National Guard told AFP. The Fresno Fire Department tweeted late Monday that there may be hikers and campers that were trapped in this area. Meanwhile, an aerial shot of people gathering on beaches during the Labor Day weekend amid a heat wave in the Los Angeles area were spotted by the state helicopter. India's top tourist attraction, the Taj Mahal, is set to reopen on September 21. That is more than six months after it was shut, according to its officials. Visitors will be limited to 5,000 a day, down from the usual daily average of 20,000, he added. One of the new seven wonders of the world, the shining marble mausoleum south of the capital, New Delhi, has been closed since mid-March as a part of India's strict virus lockdown. India was pushed ahead with reopening to boost its virus-battered economy, even as infections have steadily increased. India, home to 1.3 billion people, took over Brazil to become the world's second most infected nation, with more than 4.2 million cases behind only the United States. In entertainment, after 14 years, the popular American reality show Keeping Up with the Kardashians is officially over. This was announced by media personality Kim Kardashian on Instagram September 9. In her Instagram post, Kim thanked the thousands of individuals and businesses that have been part of the show. The media personality also thanked Ryan Seacrest, who is the executive producer of the show. The last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians 
will air in 2021. Chris Aquino broke on Instagram around 12 midnight, September 9, that she is not doing any TV show for now after the producers chose somebody else more viable than her. Aquino was straight to the point in her Instagram post, saying that my hope for TV comeback is not happening. The producer chose somebody else he and his sales team felt was more viable. No sugar coating from me, you're getting the honest truth, according to her. On July 30, Aquino posted a teaser of her new show titled Love Life with Chris on the Kapatid Network. Aquino also recently had a health scare when four people who had regular close contact with her and her son Bimbi tested positive for COVID-19. Chris and Bimbi immediately underwent testing and they were negative for COVID-19. Aquino is still grateful for all the blessings despite her aborted TV comeback. And in sports, Paul Volter E.J. Obiena finally captured his first gold medal of the season by beating former Olympic medalists at the 59th Ostrava Golden Spike Tournament in Czech Republic on Tuesday. The Tokyo Olympics bound Obiena prevailed via countback over 2012 London Olympics champion and 2016 Rio Olympic silver winner Renaud Lavillieni of France after both registered season best 5.74 meters on their second attempts. Two-time world champion and 2016 Rio Olympics bronze medalist San Kendricks of the United States came in bronze with 5.64 meters. The star-studded field also boasts of reigning Olympic champion Thiago Brás of Brazil and former world champions Rafael Holzep of Germany and Paweł Wojciechowski of Poland. Obiena's recent feat was close to his personal best of 5.81 meters. And those are the news on web today, September 9, 2020. It's just 107 days before Christmas. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. And you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.